And now another Bills player is down. On January 2nd, during a football game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals, DeMar Hamlin, a safety for the Buffalo Bills, collapsed on the football field after making a seemingly routine tackle. He stood up quickly after the play and then instantly collapsed. Hamlin apparently suffered a complete cardiac arrest during this moment. However, despite the danger of the situation, he survived thanks to the high-quality medical care he received from the Cincinnati Bengals medical staff immediately following the incident. Prior to this situation, Hamlin had started a GoFundMe account in 2020, which was called Chasing M's, with this M standing for millions. The original purposes of this account was to collect donations to contribute to a local toy drive to give toys to children. Now, the goal of this GoFundMe account was only to raise a modest $2,500. However, now after seeing the ordeal that Hamlin went through during the January 2nd game against the Bills and the courage he showed to survive and recover from this incident, hundreds of thousands of people have started to donate to Chasing M's. To date, over 250,000 individual donors have donated to the Chasing M's, helping to raise over $8.6 million. As a response to this massive outpouring of support, the family of Damar Hamlin's has announced the formal creation of the Chasing M's Foundation Charitable Fund in partnership with the Giving Back Fund. Through this partnership, the Giving Back Fund will help to facilitate the receipt, the processing, and allocation of donations to DeMar's philanthropic program as a 501c3 charitable organization. Now, what I want to cover in this video is what does this mean as a taxpayer? It means that now that DeMar Hamlin's Chasing M's organization is an official charitable organization and that all donations to Chasing M's are fully tax deductible, this means that you, taxpayer, can now make tax deductible donations to the Chasing M's Foundation if you would like to support Hamlin and the issues that support with his charity. Now, if you plan on doing this, just make sure that you keep your receipts because if you claim deductions for charitable contributions that you make to the Chasing M's, you will still need to be able to prove that you actually made them if the IRS comes knocking. This is true whether you donate $100 or you donate as much as a million dollars. In addition to raising money for his charity, DeMar Hamlin has also been selling t-shirts with the phrase, did we win on the t-shirt? This question was the first thing that Hamlin asked medical professionals once he regained consciousness after his ordeal. Hamlin has stated that he will be giving the proceeds from selling this t-shirt to the first responders who saved his life at the UC Trauma Center, which is where Hamlin was taken for his treatment directly after he collapsed. So if you would like to support Hamlin or support the Bills or the first responders and medical professionals who saved Hamlin's life, then feel free to go and buy one of those t-shirts yourself. Or you can make a fully tax-deductible charitable contribution to DeMar Hamlin's new official charity, the Chasing M's Foundation. So what happened to DeMar Hamlin? Is he okay? Most people who watch football on a regular basis or who have played in it know that it is a very dangerous sport and occasionally very serious and scary injuries do take place on the football field. This is one particular incident where one of these injuries did occur. However, despite the fact that Hamlin experienced a full cardiac arrest on the field January 2nd, he's made a lot of progress since the event occurred and now he's doing much better. He did not sustain any neurological or spine damage and he's walking and talking normally right now. In fact, he was just released from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after being carefully observed and completing physical therapy and occupational therapy for a number of days. For now, he'll be recuperating at home in New York, and the Bills have already stated that he will not be rushed back and that he can come back to the team whenever he feels ready after undergoing more medical rehabilitation. Now, the bottom line is, for this situation, it looks like DeMar Hamlin is going to be okay. Most likely, he'll resume playing football for the Bills in perhaps a few months' time once it's declared to be safe. 
However, in the meantime, he's raised a ton of money for a charity and has created a new way for football fans to make charitable contributions in a way in which they support both Hamlin and the causes that he cares about. So it is a terrible thing that Hamlin had to go through through this injury, but at least something good has happened as a result. Millions of dollars have been raised for Hamlin's charity. Now, I want to talk to you guys about the three rules for deducting charitable contributions. Now that we've gone over DeMar Hamlin's story and talked a little bit about his situation and the Charitable M Foundation that was created, I want to talk to you a little bit more about how you can make sure that you can take deductions when utilizing a 501c3. So here are a few rules that you should follow or at least be aware of in order to protect yourself as it pertains to making or deducting your charitable contributions. Number one, in general, you can usually only deduct up to 60% of your adjusted gross income in charitable contributions. This can vary slightly depending on the type of donation you are making and the organization that you are making it to. But keep this 60% figure in mind because it could come in handy. Now, if you are thinking about trying to give more than 60% of your adjusted gross income to a charity and want to claim a deduction for the entire amount, then you should definitely talk to your tax professional before you try to do this. Your tax professional will be able to tell you whether or not your contributions will be able to be deducted up to 60% or 100% based on other strategies. Number two, you can only deduct contributions to qualifying organizations. So if you want to deduct charitable contributions, then you have to make sure that the organization that you're trying to go and donate to is a qualified tax-exempt organization with a 501c3 designation as DeMar Hamlin's charity now is. So in other words, you can't just go around giving money to whoever you want and expect to be able to deduct it on your tax returns as a charitable contribution. Last step, which is number three, is if you donate more than $250 to a charity, you will need a written letter of acknowledgement from the charity to deduct the contributions. The IRS requires these letters as a form of proof that the transaction took place and that you actually donated the money that you said you did. In the written letter, the charitable organization is supposed to specify the amount that they gave and whether or not the charity gave you anything back in exchange for this donation. If you do not have these letters from the charities you are claiming deductions for by the time that you file your taxes for a year, then the IRS might cancel your deductions if you do get audited. So please just make sure you follow these steps that I'm sharing with you so you can make sure you can take 100% of your charitable contributions in the year. Another thing I want to discuss quickly in this video is what is the difference between setting up a regular traditional 501c3 versus a private family foundation? One of the many reasons why we might choose to establish a 501c3 over a private family foundation, and this all comes down to what the taxpayers' goals are. I work with some taxpayers who are extremely excited to get started on being philanthropic, and they're ready to accept outside donations and putting on this new charity as a true 501c3 that can exist in perpetuity. And when we go through this process of trying to uncover your goals, it allows for us to determine whether or not a foundation or a 501c3 public charity would be best for your situation. Sometimes I talk to taxpayers who are not ready to be philanthropic, but they know they want to be philanthropic down the road. So sometimes we'll establish a non-performing private family foundation, which will allow for them to roll over up to 30% of their adjusted gross income in cash. If we have stock and other items, we can increase that amount and it allows for them to receive a tax deduction on paper. And then the money that's sitting inside the foundation can grow if the money is being invested. But then 5% of that money that's sitting inside the foundation does need to be contributed or donated to another 501c3 
or charity or cause of your choosing. So you as a taxpayer could be in a situation where you already know what you want to do philanthropic and you might want to set up a 501c3 and hire people and get that thing going. Or you might be in a position where you don't want to pay Uncle Sam, you know you want to be philanthropic later down the road and you want to have control over some of the money. So you might have a private family foundation where you can hire your family members and make your own personal contributions to your own charity. So this is ways in which you can leverage the tax code and be philanthropic at the same time with all leaving a legacy because that is what a foundation is for, having a legacy that exists beyond yourself. So wanted to give you guys the opportunity to hear it from me. I enjoy football and it's my background. Wanted to say that Damar, you're in our prayers and grateful that you are okay. And we do look forward to hopefully seeing you back out there on the football field. But if life takes you in a different direction, man, then let God be with you, brother. Thank you so much, guys, for watching this video. I appreciate it. If you guys have any comments, feel free to put them in the comment section. I do read them. And if you're somebody that's looking to learn a little bit more about tax strategy and partnering up with me to figure out how you can reduce your tax bill, I have a program called Tax Alchemy. This is a way for you to work with me and a way for me to teach you advanced tax strategy in an environment where other people are learning too. I look forward to seeing you inside of the program. If not, I'll see you on the next video. Over and out.